Hi guys, it's Lali and Farah and you're listening to Hey God, it's me again. Okay guys, so we know it's been a minute, um, but we're back, it's a new year, new us we hope, we'll try. Um, but to start off this new year episode, um, we have some special guests. First of all, this is actually the first episode me and Lali record together. Together, right? Yeah, we're on the same. In the we're same in the same country. Same country. I mean, we have been multiple times. We just never recorded. <laughs> yeah. So this is the first time where we actually decided to like record while we're in the same country. So, you know, a special treat. And for the episode, we brought two of my friends along that Lali's now friends with. Yeah. Um, One of them has already been to the podcast. Before. Yes, actually, in the. Um, episode about astrology if you haven't listened to it i'm not sure what episode number that is but you know the, the fbi agents yes. yeah <laughs> um but without further ado do you guys want to introduce yourselves um yeah sure i'm adriana and it's victoria again okay. <laughs> um and yeah so adriana and victoria do you want to tell everyone how you guys know each other yeah so basically we met each other in university well, it's also kind of a funny story because we met through this mutual friend of ours, which she and Adriana ended up dating for quite some time, but I had a really big crush on him. Yeah, so basically, um, I started hooking up with this guy, and Victoria and I became friends through him, and months, months down the line, when we had become really good friends, I found out that she actually was in love with him <laughs> when I started hooking up Karma, with him. isn't it? I you to me in, in the high school. Oh my god, stop! <laughs> I didn't even know you back then. I know true, but still it hurts. Do you want to give context for the listeners <laughs> as to what you're referring to? So I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode that Victoria was on, but um, basically this guy that I had a really big crush on in, um, when was it? In like primary school, all, <laughs> all the way into like middle school. Um, moved to Victoria's school and then she started hooking up with him for a minute. Yeah. You guys didn't even know each other about him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't even know each other and she's heartbroken because I had slept with him yeah, after but then, high school. This is, this is like the karma that happened. True, 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 true. I guess so, I guess true. so. It's fine, I go back. The unknown karma, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so that's how you guys became friends then. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, okay. Let's get things straight. <laughs> we weren't friends from the very beginning. Victoria did some shitty things. What did I do? Oh, okay. um, so it's all coming so out on the podcast. Okay. We, well, I used to go, obviously, very often to oh, this guy's I'm... house. And one of the things that they used to have in their apartment were these, like, mandala things that you could paint or, like, color in. And it was just a thing that they did when anyone would come visit. They would get high and paint, like, color in these drawings, right? So it was a thing, then they would put them on a the wall, sign them, and then it, it was just kind of like their statement wall when you walked into the apartment. So I'm not a creative person, and I was only doing it as, like, you know, just to, like, spend time with him. And so do you know, like, do what everyone else was doing. And I did it, and I was actually quite proud of it. Like, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't the best. <laughs> Definitely not the worst. It wasn't the best. And I put it on the wall. I was super happy about it. Whatever. Like, a few days go by. I come back, you know, a few days after that. And my drawing is not on the wall. And I ask him, like, hey, like, what happened to my drawing? He's, he, he's like, oh, um, yeah, well, my friend Victoria threw it out because she said it was ugly. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I go. It was ugly. It was ugly. <laughs> it didn't belong next to the Are you sure? 
do you like it? Uh-huh. Oh, no, trust me, it was ugly. Oh, yeah, it and so, so and they didn't like him that much to go away for no reason. <laughs> she, she's not, she wasn't like, you're even your enemy like that. Like, it was no, like your house. I just genuinely thought it didn't belong on the wall because it was ugly. But I think she made another one later, and I yeah, and it, I, so yeah, it was because she kept that. But I thought, I was like, well, fuck her. <laughs> and also, um, we would, for whatever reason, I think we had a class in a similar place, like around the same time. So I remember seeing you and our other friend, Liz, and I would always see them walk into class. And I had previously met them because of this guy. And they would always, like, I would see them in separate times. And they were just, like, sunglasses on, like, straight, like, <laughs> bitch, resting bitch face, like, walking avoiding by. You. And I'm like, these bitches are avo- avoiding me. She throws my drawing. You suck at painting. That's yeah. Why. Yeah. So I'm like, well, there has to be something here. Maybe they're mad that a new girl is in the block. Makes Ooh, sense. Uh, well, I see. Clearly, there is a lot of history in the front yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it, like some of it, is related to like boys and dating, which is interesting for the because topic for today. Exactly, because like the topic that we would mainly want to like focus on today is like friendship and dating, and like friendship etiquette when dating, and mm-hmm. um, also both of you are Latina. Yeah, and you have very different type of men, relatively. So that's also interesting to explore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where, would you like to say where you're from in um, Latin America? Yeah, so I'm from Argentina. And I'm from Guatemala. Hey, don't you want to say an actual accent? Guatemala, <laughs> Argentina. Say it! From Argentina? From Guatemala. Hey. <laughs> Look at you putting them on the spot. Hey. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I did that. Sorry, but she just wanted to hear how it sounded. People actually oh, yeah. say that to me at work because I'll randomly like say a word like with a Spanish accent. We're like, let's say someone told ask me something about like Adriana, and I'll be like, oh yeah, my friend Adriana, because it just sounds weird and forced to say English like Adriana. No, yeah, it just doesn't sense. sound the same. And then my coworkers will be like, oh my god, why do you say like that? I'm like, it just sounds wrong. That's how her name is. It was yeah. like when when we were at that boat thing <clears throat> the other day, and you started singing like. Um, Spanish song, oh my or like a ton song, and then someone's like, "Oh my god, you're pronouncing the word so well." You're like, "Yeah, I'm from Argentina." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Oh no way!" Obviously, <laughs> so you talk quite American. Yeah, so people weren't expecting American, that. So yeah. they're like, "Wow, she pronounces her words very well." Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're they're culture kid problems, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> especially the word French words, and people think I'm showing off half the time. But it's just it's weird for me to, you know, especially pret in the UK, yeah. like when it used to be called pret à manger. I'm not gonna go away, I'm not gonna say pret à manger. Like I'm, if I can say it properly, I'll say it properly. Yeah. Oh, sorry, lali. <laughs> Trying to show off and, with your friends. And same thing with in Geneva with the English. Like if I go to Starbucks and like, can I have a cinnamon bun? I'm not gonna say like, can I have a cinnamon bun? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, what is going on? Oh my god. Um, but less about um, <laughs> <Our> <laughs> accent, <laughs> pronunciation. Um, okay. So here's a question for you guys. Um, obviously, there was some haste about liking the same guy and whatever, but this is before you guys were friends, so it's fine. Same, same, same with us. <laughs> yeah. But um, what, what do you guys. Okay, I'm gonna go straight into this question. What are your guys' views on um, staying friends with your friend's ex? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it we're doing that right now. I know, yeah, that's how it's big enough. That's how it's big enough. Like, you know what? This came up today, so. Um, I. Okay, let me just get the whole thing straight first. Victoria. Victoria's choice in men sucks. <laughs> there is I'm so sorry if you're listening. I, yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. No, I'm not sorry. You suck. 
Honestly, and and if you listen to this, you know who you are. <laughs> Fuck you. But um, oh, no, 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 the no. most. So here's the thing. So I've disliked her exes because they suck and they treat her bad. And finally, she gets a guy that look. He has his own issues. <laughs> and I'm really, really happy they're not together anymore. However, I love him as a like, person. Yeah, as a person, yeah. and. I mean, I know Victoria doesn't mind or I wouldn't yeah. be doing it, mm-hmm. but I honestly wouldn't be able to see my life without him anymore. Aww. But my loyalty will always lie with Victoria. Always, 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 no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's a huge so, statement. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I, that's, just, that's just how it is. But I'm, I'm yeah. all for it. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, unless the person did you wrong, really, really wrong, yeah. Yeah. then... I think it's fine personally for me. Yeah. In general, or in the situation, but in gen- general as well. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on the situation. Yeah. It's just, it always goes from relationship to relationship, and I guess friendship mm. to friendship as well. Yeah. But like you yeah. said, like if this guy was a piece of shit and he did you like super dirty, then I can't continue being friends with him, even but, though he might have been a good friend to me at the time. But like loyalties are where loyalties lie. Of so that's just the way. It I, is. The reason I, I'm asking this is because like, I agree with that. But sometimes the guy may have not done anything wrong necessarily. Mm. But like, let's say he was your first love, and you just don't want to see him around because you're trying yeah. to get over the breakup. Mm. And to have your friend always like message them and hang out is great and all because the guy's not a dickhead. But at the same time, like I I can't be around this person. Like when I see them, I will break down. Like I have I I have mixed views, and I don't know if it's like immaturity or like lack of growth or not healing i don't know but it was or like the london bad vibes still in <laughs> yeah i think it's like a bit of everything but like there were two situations where like with my ex he was like we didn't work out but he wasn't a bad guy at all and so like a lot of my friends still like him as a person yeah but luckily like they weren't really friends like that so when we broke up like it didn't really like the groups aren't really intertwined like that so it was fine but there were still some of my guy friends that got along with him really well and then mm. they would still like they didn't go out much but they would still like go clubbing and stuff and one of them messaged me like yo like hope you don't mind me and so and so are gonna go out like we're going out for drinks and stuff but you know like if you don't like that or if you don't like him like i'll stop and i didn't i felt weird i think maybe because this guy's like a close guy friend but he's not one of my best friends so i didn't feel weird about it mm. whereas like if i if i'm like super close to you like if it was like you for example or yeah. like my other mm. close friends like oh we're gonna hang out with your ex i'd be like why you know mm. um so i think it yeah. depends yeah then, i think it exactly like and it also depends on how the other person feels because as i said like my loyalty lies with victoria and if she ever felt uncomfortable i will always Mm. you know say no i won't hang out with him or i won't bring him or whatever yeah yeah but you know and i, I that's just a communication thing that you need to have with your friend yeah. mm-hmm. to see where the boundaries are in yeah. funny jobs. enough because yeah. obviously like like me and my ex broke up like three years ago and then my friends recently saw him at a party and then they told me like oh we saw him blah 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 I'm like, okay cool like whatever and then he messaged me like, wow, your friends really gave me like the evils. Like they were really like <laughs> staring at me when they saw me. I was like, oh, lol, like, I mean, it's been a while, so whatever. I mean, like two of my friends apparently said hi, but like, the rest of them apparently like stood in a corner and like gave him like bitch stares. And it was like, it's a shame because I actually liked them. I was like, oh, well, <laughs> such is life. Oh, like, well, that's such a life. Right exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because of you. Literally, because they're like, he's like, what have you told them about me recently? I'm like, I haven't spoken about you yeah. in ages. Like, you broke up with yourself. Remember, <laughs> we will never yeah. forget what you do to But the funny thing was, these girls were actually friends I made after him and I broke up. So, <laughs> so like, they probably heard from, like, other people. Yeah, and, like, right. you know, so, yeah, that was quite funny. Yeah. But then, like, for example, a situation I had not too long ago, it was, like, a guy I was seeing, 
and um, I liked and it just got a bit complicated and then one of my friends got like really liked him and became kind of like close with him not close but was really like fond of him and wanted to like keep hanging out and stuff and when things with me and this guy like started to go downhill I went to my friend like I don't want you talking to him I don't want you hanging out with him and then he was like <laughs> you're being really possessive now but I get I get it but for me it wasn't because I like when I thought, sat down and thought about it, like why was I being like that yeah I realized it wasn't because I didn't want like like them to hang out or whatever is more like I really love my friend and I don't want like he, I think my friend's such a great guy I don't want this guy to have access to him right mm-hmm. I'm more like protective over my friend yeah. like, I think like right. my friend has so much to offer and when my friend really likes someone he like really opens up to them and like mm-hmm. welcomes them into their home and stuff yeah. and I was like I don't want this guy to get this access because I know my friend will open up like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, well yeah. I had a d- bit different experience my very 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 first boyfriend in Guatemala um so for me it's very important for my partners to get along with my friends like sure if my partner cannot become part of my group friend and get along with everyone then it's an issue so i was dating this guy and he became really really close with my friends and we broke up because i ended up leaving i moved to france and we broke up and he stayed there and he got along so well with my friends that he kept hanging out with them and you know obviously I, I i moved and i don't live in guatemala anymore and i you know don't go back there so often but he still lives there <laughs> and they're all i mean they became his friends now like, like they're his group of friends you know right. and i mean i am not mad actually like that i think for me is is it not weird when you go back though and like you hang out all together no, because okay, so I'm still friends with all my exes. I'm a very, I must say, like I. You're a lover. You, yeah. You have love to give, even if you're not together anymore. Yeah, just... like unless you do me wrong, which honestly, I'm very grateful. I haven't had any bad experiences with yeah. the people that I've dated. Um, I'm still friends with them, and I still want the best for them. Mm-hmm. And it's it makes me happy that I could get them together and that they're still friends. And no, it's never been, I mean, it's the same situation with all of my, all, all the people that I've dated, even if it's, you know, not as serious. Yeah. And it, I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be able to go back and see them and know what's up with them. Like, I don't, I'm still in contact with all of the people that That's I've dated. That's very mature. Yeah. I, I'm on that. I, I, it would never happen just because I'm like, are you No, because all my exes are bitter. They're bitter <laughs> bitches. That's what they are. Yeah, you heard yourself. You're a fucking ass bitch. You're a pussy. Oh, <laughs> Something, you know, <laughs> and you know, you know who you are. No, but the thing is, you know what pisses me off, right? With the whole ex being friends thing is, I've tried, I've tried. Every time exes come back in the DMs in a, on a friends thing, friends vibe thing, yeah. I'm open. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. How are you? All this meet up. In my mind, I'm naive. I'm like, oh, just as friends. It's sh- surely, yeah, like, chill. And then you meet, and they're still trying it. And that's why I'm like, clearly, there's no, there's no Friendship. space for that. Yeah. And then they start hating you because they're like, oh, you're leading me on. You message me. I'm being polite. I'm just a nice person, and I, and that's maybe my fault as well. Like, I genuinely sometimes I'm like, I always want to believe that the person has well like intentions. Not that you wanting to get back with me is a bad intention, but. If I'm not getting clear about what exactly. you want, it's yeah, not clear on your intentions. And I'm not giving the vibes as well. You have to give the vibes. If you if you can see that my yeah. messages are very like they're very like like spaced out. I'm not being very like regular by replying to your text. Not being pretty. Literally just giving you what you're asking me. Like, oh, how are you? I'm good. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I wish, I wish, I mean, am I friends with any? I mean, eh. If I was to see one of my exes today, I wouldn't be rude. That's the yeah. thing. I would be like, oh, how are you? You don't have to be yeah. rude. How's yeah. life? You're going to be the damn well. If like, anything, I, I think they would be the petty side. Probably. Because I have. <clears throat> I have reached out to exes and be like, Happy Merry Christmas, you know, mm. nothing oh, yeah. back. Oh, wow. And it's like, that's very petty. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And they know themselves. They're not listening to this podcast, thank God, but they know mm. themselves. <laughs> Merry Christmas and the response. So what do you do then? Yeah. Yeah, no, let it go. Let like, it go. I, I think it's, as long as you're not the petty person, mm. you know, as long as you can move forward, I mean, that's the healthiest thing to do, yeah. you know? No, yeah. I, I still have catch-up sessions with all of my exes. What? You know, like every once in a while, like, hey, how are okay, you doing? Like, question. what's up? I have a question. So the new people you date, yeah. <laughs> do they know this? And if they do, yeah. how do they feel about it? Um, so, exactly. okay. So, yes. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing is, it's not, I don't feel, maybe it's me. I wouldn't have an issue with my partner being friends with their exes. So maybe that's why I might not, it might not be the first thing on my mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to disclose this. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. when I say I still talk with them, it's not a regular thing. We don't talk every day, you know. I, but, you know, we'll, yeah. like, answer to a story here and there. We'll, you know, they'll text me every once in a while, like, how are you doing? Like, I saw you moved to Dubai, blah, blah, blah. And we'll, you know, talk for maybe an hour or so. We'll catch up. But it's not a regular thing where, you know, we're in each other's lives 24-7. So, mm-hmm. um, but... I haven't had an issue, like, I haven't dated anyone that's had an issue with that, you okay. know? I've, I was, I'm very open about it, I'm very open with the fact that I, I still... I think that's the most important yeah. thing, like, disclosing yeah. it and not being, like, secretive, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So, with my latest ex, like, that, we were very, very serious, and I, while we were dating, I actually had a call, I Zoomed, because it was during COVID, so I had a Zoom call with my ex, with the one before that. Oh, God. And I told him, and he was like super. I mean, he was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like, how is he doing? What is he doing?" Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess as long as they don't care. But as long as I think, as long as like you're being honest about it, and like if like the guy, the person you're seeing feels um, confident in the relationship, then they would have no like insecurity really. I'm gonna throw in a curveball, more like a devil's advocate, or more Mm -hmm. of a something that we can expand on, right? (laughs) So I think that in our generation, or yeah, our generation, so millennial slash Gen Z, I feel like a lot of people, they uh, sometimes they're influenced, or the the way they feel is a direct effect of social media, Mm -hmm. right? And so what you may initially as a person may think is okay, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And then you go online and you see, let's say you're on Twitter and you see people saying, oh, if my ex did this, I could never love that. You're an idiot if you do this. Oh, you're, you're, you're this if you do this. Oh, you're a pygmy if you do this. Like, what? You're an matter. You still talk to your exes? Nah, you're not like wife material, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I think some people then from that, from seeing and like just like just taking all of that in, they then go through their life Thinking in a way exactly way yeah. and so they take on what they see online or what they hear because of a podcast or not necessarily podcast or something. <laughs> not our podcast there's everything you say is true there, listen this is very, <laughs> the things I've heard in certain podcasts especially <coughs> male podcasts oh, are very toxic that's and why we don't listen to male podcasts right <laughs> I mean I, I want to be I want to keep it fair game and see both sides of the, of the situation but yeah 
So like I think that for example what you're saying is very mature, but I guarantee you there's a lot of people out there. Like if I wrote that if I did that as a poll on our Instagram. Do it. Yeah. And I will. Ask it. And like yeah, like would you allow your current partner to still be talking? I don't Most like the word will. allow though. Okay. Yeah, no one allows me shit. Okay. How do you yeah. feel? Would you would be, be okay? okay. Yeah. 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 And that and that's another thing. Specific cultures or London culture or UK culture they would they would yeah. use allow yeah. they would use allow instead yeah, of that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's why I thought that that's why I thought that in the UK they would say like would you allow no no no, no that is not no one's allowing me to do shit not, my mom doesn't even have to allow me to do shit anymore I'm a grown ass woman yeah. yeah I don't ask for permission and that's also a thing that I was actually just gonna say about this is if I ever have a partner that even like dares to mm. try to tell me what to do mm. oh that's nope it's over it's over like <laughs> if you even feel like that's okay no and hell yeah. to the no no i agree and i'm not even trying to say that this is a, a uk thing only i think it's, it's no more, it's not it's it's it happens everywhere i think it's yeah. not even a uk thing it's like within specific communities cultures yes and cultures and i can say hands down that in the african culture there is a lot of it's very it's a very sexist macho culture and possessiveness specifically over women is a thing so for a man to even think of that for him it's like but you're my girl like yeah. you can't be like you just know yeah yeah and that Sorry. that moves into yeah. other communities whether yeah. you grew up in the uk or whatever you go back to what you were taught and now that i remove myself from UK culture that I moved back to Switzerland there's a lot of things that I would have not necessarily thought was bad or like oh I don't know about that but I was always like scared to say it out loud because mm. I knew that in the UK people would look at me like yeah like it would be frowned upon by other people exactly. so you're like oh, let me keep that to myself exactly whereas like now in Switzerland it's like the norm and I'm back to thinking like it's the norm because yeah. I'm like it's not that big it's not that big of a deal that we split yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had that on my chest I had to get it out <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe not split because I'm not about that life. If you ordered something that was $50 and I ordered like no. a salad, we're not splitting. But I mean like, I don't mind paying for my shit, you pay for your yeah. shit. And that's such a huge thing in consuming music yeah. and so forth. Just yeah. an example. I think it's just any culture that is based on male superiority. Yeah, which, which is, is a lot of the culture. Which is a lot of the cultures. Cultures, yeah. Which is similar to the Latin culture. It's mm. very, very macho. You know, like as you said, like seeing the woman as more of like a possession yeah then so i think the same partner. in all of our cultures yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and for new listeners farah is obviously like arab um obviously no obvious. no no but for people for people who like <laughs> i'm a middle eastern mix please i'm also my bad Asian. my bad <laughs> <laughs> if, but for listeners who, who have been listening they know farah is is arab yeah. for those who are new farah is arab and persian and persian <laughs> <laughs> exactly sorry i should have let you explain exactly and then the two ladies that we have on the podcast today are both latina and then i'm ugandan so africa and and i don't want to say that the whole of africa thinks the same because they're all very different you yeah. different cultures but to be fair in the middle east as well like a lot of arab countries think very differently to others yeah yeah but but at the core if we yeah. core yeah. sexism is a huge thing or yeah. maybe not sexism is the wrong is the wrong word to use today but no it is it's the right i word think to it's use. the right <laughs> sexism is yeah. the right word but yeah it's yeah. just it's uh, i was trying to think of another word but i can't think of it right now but I, I like using the term macho culture mm. because it doesn't specifically say that there are uh, seeing women as inferior whereas they're seeing the men as like providers and a bit 
in terms of like responsibility superior. Say, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make women like seem like they're weak and yeah. inferior, but like the men are the ones that take charge yeah, and they yeah, take yeah, care yeah, of yeah, the women. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Not that women are helpless, but the men exactly. have to step up. And, and, and there's nothing yeah. wrong as well. I want to say this disclaimer. There's nothing wrong if as a woman you want that. If you yeah, want sure. to be taken care of. Because there's a lot of women that want that. Exactly. I... There's way too many women want that, and it's a good thing too, because like shit, I don't want to work my whole life. Like, <laughs> if I meet a man who like is a billionaire, I'm gonna sit down and work on my side, but as a hobby, not because I need to. As a hobby, not because I need to pay rent at the end of the month, because I actually enjoy doing what I'm doing in it. But yeah. there's a lot of people out there who, yeah, who think that it's 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 the status quo as a woman. Yeah. You need to have a man who, who does all these things, and, mm-hmm. yeah. and in our cultures, unfortunately, that. It's a big thing. Yes. As long as you are able to decide what you want to do with your life, Mm. whatever you decide is fine. Yeah. As long as no one else is imposing an idea on you, that's when it get you know when it's wrong. So let's let's get Um, it clear. You know. Funny enough, sorry, you were saying about how like things you see on social media makes you realize like what's okay and what's not. Yeah. Um. funny thing i thought about this yesterday because you know what like snapchat memories or insta memories or whatever so i had a memory of like um when i was with my ex and it was like my friend's birthday and he was like you know that situation where like you come back and you see like the person you're seeing like in the middle of the dance circle like doing a dance battle or whatever right. so my ex was doing that right and at the time oh at the time i didn't think there was anything wrong with it I mean, girl i wasn't thrilled i wasn't thrilled i wasn't like oh look at my man i just stood yeah. in the corner silently yeah. but i wasn't like embarrassed i still filmed it so yeah. <laughs> so i wasn't like i didn't post it yeah, I but yeah. i still filmed it you know so i like i didn't think it was that deep like i didn't think anything of yeah. it until social media was like, you don't want to be that girl dating that guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. It's, it's like shame <laughs> culture. It's like yeah. you to be ashamed of things that you thought were actually yeah. coming. Like, and I agree because my ex, he was like, full on, he came to visit me in Geneva and we went to a nightclub and my guy fully sweats, like sweat dancing. Like, me sweating was like performing in the middle. And at the time, I didn't care because like we bonded. When we first met, we bonded. Oh, like, we loved to nene. Like, we loved to dance together. <laughs> so me, I was like, yeah, lit. But now, me now, I'm cringed out. But is that because of social media? Because everyone's changed me True. into being embarrassed? Yeah. Okay, I need to say something. I think there are some things that <laughs> social media and your friends can make you realize. That you yeah. might yeah. be too blinded by love to be like, oh, you know, like, oh, that is so nice, whatever. Like, he's just so sweet, whatever. That your friends might make you realize, like, girl, no. Yeah. Like, open your eyes. Come on. Yeah. Actually, I have a perfect... How, yeah, sorry. Perfect. However, I do believe, and I say this, <laughs> and this might be a bit controversial, but I say this in terms of people that are our age, that are mature, that are adults, that can use social media responsibly. I'm not talking about 12, 13-year-olds that can be uh, influenced very easily if you're influenced by everything you see online, girl, that's your own okay, fucking that, that problem. Yeah, that also means yeah. you don't really like, your own personality. Exactly. Your own like, it's look, true. I have very strong opinions, and there's mm-hmm. things that even my friends sometimes have to be like, huh, are you sure about that? Yeah. Are you sure that's okay? And But the thing is, I stand my ground. I know what I like. I know what I dislike. I know what I can stand and what I cannot stand yeah. and I might see it 20 times on social media it's still not going to yeah. make me I might like reconsider it and be yeah. like hmm should I like think this through yeah. but it you know you shouldn't as grown adults we need to do what's yeah what we can to not yeah. be no I, I agree I, I actually I just keep on doing what I'm doing I just tell people <laughs> 
that's a quote that I find sad that I can't because I know that if I do say it, people are gonna people are gonna laugh at me or whatever. So what I what ends up happening is that I will like there's no way social media is gonna con me into stopping to do something or to stop thinking yeah. something that I like that's not like toxic or wrong yeah. or that's affecting me badly. But if it's something that everyone is like a huge there's a huge consensus that this is wild and I don't mind it. I'll still do it, or I'll still allow it, but I won't tell people outwardly because clearly everyone thinks it's wild. Yeah. I mean, I, can't I mean, if you like thing. your man dancing in the middle of the circle, you, you I mean, no, no, no. I genuinely am horrified at that now. Like, that is, I, the, the, they want, you want social media, you fucking want. Yeah. I, I'm ter- like, I can't. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Because back then, I mean, also, granted, it was like my first relationship, I was like, we had just told each other we love each other. Like we were very like yeah. I was very like blinded by the old situation. Yeah, love does blind you. Yeah, so I saw him like, oh my god, like he's such a good dancer. And I was like <laughs> I wasn't like proud of him, but I wasn't embarrassed either. Yeah. Actually I have a good segue to this. It's something we've been discussing since you arrived in Dubai, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um <laughs> so something I noticed about myself, it's getting better over time, but it's still something that I've noticed happens to me, is if I'm not sure about how I feel about a guy, if it's still like early days where I'm like, he's cute, but I don't know, or like we're flirting, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure or something, my friend's opinions will make or break how I feel about him. For example, there's this guy that I was seeing for a while, but before I started seeing him, I wasn't sure about him. I wasn't like, oh, I don't like him, or I wasn't like, I wasn't sure. Lely met him, and she was like, he's really hot, you should go for it. And then suddenly I was obsessed. <laughs> I was like, he, I want him. Or like the same yeah. thing happened in the opposite where there was a guy that I was dating. I liked him, but I wasn't sure still. And then my, a bunch of my friends met him and they were like, oh, um, I don't think you guys suit. And because I wasn't sure about him, that was enough to put me off. But the thing is, when... <laughs> I need to clear something up. We didn't, I mean, I'm not, obviously, clearly I was one of those friends, but I never said you, because what I will never do is tell a friend that they shouldn't go with someone if they like them. Yeah. What I will just say is, eh, like, you know what you're like? You said you guys, you, no, you said, yeah, you're you're like, you said, oh, you said, you said no, you said you guys, don't, you guys didn't suit, like, he's not someone I would see for you. That's if like anything, all I said was, oh, he's punching, like, I don't like you or someone else that like he's not someone I would see for you. Like you didn't yeah. say like, oh he sucks. Like, I wouldn't say, go there. I wouldn't yeah. say you shouldn't whatever because if you like him you like him. But this point I didn't be like no one said skewed by no but no one no one said no one said like don't go for him. They said we don't yeah. see you yeah. like going for someone like that. Like, we're surprised exactly. Yeah. And then so that was enough for me like question. And I was yeah. like oh okay, and then that put me off him. But yeah. then on the extreme end, if I know I like you, nobody can tell me anything to make me change my mind mm-hmm. yeah. until I learn. And that's like. True. Like, if I am sure that I have feelings for you, you can get the entire city to come and knock on my door. It is so frustrating. And it's not going to change my opinion, unfortunately. (laughs) But in the early stages, my opinion matters a lot on, like, my friends. Friends validation. Yeah. Um, I think this is when when you need to make sure that the friends that you have want the best Mm. of you. Because I'm the type of person that it can be... You know, the early stages, we can be dating for a year and I'm still going to stand my ground. And it's very rarely can someone make me change my mind about someone. Yeah. Um, however, I have certain friends that I can go to and tell them like, oh, well, this happened. What do you think? Because I value their opinion. and I know that they're going to give me, they're going to tell me what's best for me. And yeah. then I take it in consideration. 
But I think it's, I think we all have had friends that just kind of like want to, like you can tell that they might love you, but they want to make drama. Mm-hmm. Like they want to make, you know, like they, yeah. they, they immediately know, no, he sucks. Let yeah, him exactly. Dump him, sis. I know some people, yeah. Not them. But uh, no, I, I do I do know someone that was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, someone I was friends with a long time ago. They were very much like uh, immediately like when I would introduce them to someone, they're like no. Yeah. But I'm like, but you didn't even give them a chance if you haven't seen. Yeah. And it's not up to them at the end of the day. Like, it's yeah. not. But because I was so because I'm so impressionable yeah. in the early stages, mm-hmm. yeah. I would always like, oh well, if so and so doesn't like him, then maybe there is something I'm not seeing, you know. Yeah. And also because yeah. I started mm-hmm. dating very late in my life, so when I by the time I started dating, a lot of my friends had been dating. Mm. So for so I would take what they say as like gospel. Like yeah. they yeah. know what they're talking about. Mm. I'm still new to new, this. Yeah. And the thing is, one of my friends would be like that. She'd be like, you're new to this. I know what I'm talking about. Oh. So because I was so impressionable, I was like, shit, she's right. Yeah. You know? And then I, yeah. you know, and then we went from there. So yeah, um, yeah it was, it's just something we've, we've been discussing. Because yeah. Lenny was like telling me how I need to be less impressionable. Yeah, because to me, it's just like, I get it. I completely get it. But to me, that would have been more of a thing in high school. But in high school, I wasn't be dating anyway. But you know when you have a crush on someone in high school, and if your friends think they're already like, ew, it's like, okay, no, I don't it's like It's like, oh, okay, yeah. No. But to me, that's something that phases out after high school. Like, mm, you yeah. could be the ugliest man on earth. You could look like a bomb. But if I fancy you, no one can tell me shit. Exactly. If you say you look like a bomb, so what? Better for me. No one wants it. He's all mine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, but that's me. how it should be. Yeah. And, that's yeah. should be. and I know it's not, and I get why. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and knowing Farah, I get why. And also sometimes it's true that if like other people are attracted to your man, it gives you a boost. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. I guess yeah, the thing is, yeah. okay, so the attraction is one thing. Obviously, if you like with this guy, like with the, the guy I was speaking about, like when mm. you said, oh, I find him attractive, it made me like, oh, maybe there's something that I wasn't seeing. And then like, mm, I, I yeah. oh, he is actually attractive. And then I was into him. But then when I was thinking about it, like, it's not just attraction. I think it's more like I really, I'm really close to my friends, and I'm always, yeah. I'm always with my friends. Like yeah. mm-hmm. my top plans are always like I want to be with my friends, you know. And my biggest thing, especially nowadays, like that I'm older. Like when I was with my ex, I was still younger, so my life really revolved around him. But now that I'm mm-hmm. older and I got a lot closer with my friends, like he needs to fit into my friendship circle. Obviously, we have our own yeah. time, and you know, a lot of the girls. But he needs to be able to get along with them, and maybe that's why I really value like my friends' opinions because yeah. if like you guys are like, oh no, he sucks. <clears throat> then how am I going to bring him to hang out with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. But then see, that's the problem again, because if I do like you and you guys hate him, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I feel like I'm opposite end of the spectrum from you in the sense that like, I'll, once I like a guy or like, even if it's like beginning stages or into the <laughs> stage, like, that's it. Like nothing can change my mind. And I'll like, I'll obviously like ask my friends for their opinions and like, I'll internalize And ignore them. Yeah. And ignore and I internalize everything. And I'm like, you know what? There can be things that X, Y, Z, but at the end of the day, like, and it's not that I don't see it. I do. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And if I make mistakes along the way, I'll make the mistakes and then I'll learn from them. But like, you know, I'll just learn the hard way, but... Um, okay, let me fucking say something about this. Go on. <laughs> and this is why I think, like, you need to have really, really close friends. Like, you need, you don't need to tell all your friends everything yeah. and everyone that you're seeing because you will get so many different, like, opinions and stuff. Like, you... Personally, for myself, I have very few friends that I tell literally everything to. Mm-hmm. And it's because of this reason that I, like, I don't really care about your opinion. Yeah. And the people that I actually tell shit to, 
it's because I care about their opinions. And like, I know that yeah. they're gonna, right? So here's my thing with Victoria, okay? Victoria and I have been friends for a long time. What, like <laughs> six years? Oh, around I think We've been friends for, you know, a long time. And I'm the type of person that I like when people come to me with their issues because I'm a, I, I think, I believe that I am a very reasonable, reasonable person mm-hmm. and I want the best for my friends. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, Victoria start, started dating this guy while we were both in uni, so she didn't have to tell me, I mean, she would tell me everything, but I was also there living with her, meeting this guy, and let me tell you this, this guy and I, we were really good friends. I mean, we were all great friends for years. I liked this guy. I thought he was cool. We used to party a lot. So it's not like, like when I tell you that this guy's an asshole, it's because he really is an asshole. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I started we about seeing... this man in my episode. Yeah. So if you want the story oh, to go back there, Batman. please return to the Astrology <laughs> Podcast and then listen to it there. And then yeah. And you'll right know now. what we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> well, this guy, I could see things from, the you outside. know, when it started getting... Bah, I could see it from the outside. Obviously, like I knew that Victoria couldn't because she was fucking blinded by she was love. Like, I love yeah. <laughs> and I would, and she would come to me and she would tell me that she was worried about certain things and whatever. And I was always very clear with her, like yeah. this guy is an asshole. This guy is not treating you well. Blah blah blah. This is when you need to really, really like take into consideration what your friends say because Victoria used to be like, oh yeah, I see what you mean, and then fucking ignore everything I said. <laughs> To the point where I couldn't deal with it anymore because I knew that he was sketchy as fuck and I knew yeah. that he was cheating. I knew everything and I was like, I didn't have proof obviously, but I knew that it was basically a fact and I would bring it up to her and I would tell her and she would kind of like be like, yeah, 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 I see what you mean and then not do anything about it. <laughs> she's listening. Yeah, she's, she's listening. listening. Yeah, she's listening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like shitting it out. <laughs> yeah, to the point where I was like, is she stupid? Like, does yeah. she actually have an issue where like she cannot comprehend comprehend things? And you know, obviously, a few months later, I remember I was I had traveled to go see my family somewhere else, and I get this call. She texts me, like, oh my god, I need to talk to you right now. And I'm in the car. I'm in, like my aunt in the car, but my aunt, I tell my aunt everything, so I'm like, this is my friend that I've been telling you about, but she doesn't listen to me. And I put her on speaker, and it, of course, it's Victoria bawling her eyes out, being like, he cheated on me, and I have to bit my tongue so hard. And you can't be like, I told you so. Yeah. I told you, bitch. She waited uh, at least two weeks, right? No, so, I, yeah, I think I waited like a year. Oh, oh and then I was like, see, bitch, this is why you need to listen to me. You need to. Oh, When you're in love or heartbroken or whatever yeah. so especially with father i give her so many passes in fact it would get to the point where i'm like oh you know what it's fine like you know what that was there like, was one time i called her and i was like literally on on the bus <laughs> and i'm I, 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 no, actually I, I texted her and i told her like what had happened with this one guy and i didn't want to call her because i was very emotional and i knew if we spoke I would cry. And she's like, I'm calling you. I was like, no, don't call me. She's like, I'm calling you. So I'm like, sat on the bus trying not to cry. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to show her that I don't care. I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine with the situation. <laughs> I was actually on my way to meet another man. So I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> and then I was sat on the bus. Like, she called me. 
And then she at first like, oh, what happened? And so I'm like explaining to her, and then she was like, what did I tell you about this man? And I'm like, yo, like no, because at this point I love my patience. You know what, like. Let's say it's been over like a, a, a like ample amount of time, and everyone around that person is going in on her. So you're like, you know what? They're doing it for me. I don't need to be the me friend. I'm gonna be like, I get it, which I do. Yeah. It's like when you're whatever, but then it gets to the point where you're like, hang on a minute now. Like, <laughs> and we literally had this conversation last week. How is oh this the thing? And then it's like you know when you when you get cheated on and you start making the dots and you're like, you're like check and check. Check. I was like. She was done with you. She was like, no, I actually, and so I had a moment where I had to, no, this is it. Today, the day I'm going to call her and I'm going to tell her how it is and I'm going to be brutally honest. But to, for me, usually, I'm the kind of friend just like you. I mean, I actually wouldn't even say anything. I will keep quiet because in our mind, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes people like to just be in the moment, they don't want to think about the negative. So I will let them be in the positive. Oh, that's not that's me at not all. Not being tough love because I'm a people pleaser. Okay, you're quite tough love friend though. Now you're I am. You're my toughest friend. It. Really? Actually, no, I've never. No. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. From all my friends, from all my friends, the most one I'm scared of is Adriana. <laughs> I would still tell you that, yeah. but I'd be scared yeah, to tell you. I'm a tough love. See, but here's the thing. I think personally, my duty as a friend, like if I really, really care about you, my duty as a friend is to tell you exactly how it is. Yes. Because. Look, Victoria never listened to me. I mean, but at least she told me. How long did you date this guy? Honestly. Like a year. Yeah, <laughs> a so, year. And it was from the very beginning. I could tell. And so this was a thing that went on for a year. And I have very, very little patience. But I'm the type of friend that I believe that if I care enough about someone, I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. And you can hate me. You can fucking think that I'm the worst friend ever. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna be that shitty person mm-hmm. until you understand and like realize that that guy is an asshole and that, you know, I, I don't mind, like I'd rather my I don't friends. have the energy. <laughs> no, bro. I, don't have the energy. I, feel, I feel like me and Victoria are like the fuck ups of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we need the wrong man and then no, you all yell at us. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell a lot of the time the friends that think of the fuck ups like you guys think you are it's not because you're actually like going for wrong men it's that like you say too much we like, stay if for I too know, long if I know no no, no. I, say, and I, say, I say this because there have been guys who have done wild shit and my friends only find out when he's not even in the, in the picture anymore because I know that if I had said it during the time that I was seeing him my friends would have given me shit and you know you never going to be in a position where people like are looking at you like God, like, like, like when you can't really? do something back, so you already yeah. know, you know that it's bad. Yeah. You keep doing it. No, they were stupid. Let me explain. Don't put me in the same category. This is not no, me. No, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. No, we're definitely not. Definitely not. I agree. We're definitely not. But what I mean is like, you know when, like, let's say your man has done something bad and you tell your friends once. From that day forward, your friends hate him. That's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. So I rather not say anything because I don't need my friends to be telling me. That's what I need to learn to do. I already know that. But Fana will tell me every single detail. So of yeah. course, you can't be upset with me that I hate him. Yeah. You, well, that's you, told, me, you told me that he would rather like. He didn't even give me tissue when I sneezed. Like. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing too. There's like certain things, like major events that. 
can really affect a relationship. I feel like those are things that you should share, but you shouldn't share your like everyday things where it's like, oh, today we argued about like something stupid, you know? Because yeah, like, exactly. there's no point well. in sharing yeah. that. You I think know? that also comes but with like, something time important happens and you have to share it because then you could be blinded by what you're feeling. And it's like you need that second opinion yeah. to be like, okay, this is actually really fucked up. I. I disagree on that. Like, look, I'm not saying that you should share every single thing on your relationship. However, I think that when you have a very, very, very close friend, you want to share, like, even if it's the stupidest thing. Yeah. And I think that it's also your friend's job to know when to take things to heart. 100%. When to take I was going to say, you said a very important thing. You said a very close friend, like one person. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. My, no, my issue was that I wouldn't tell all my friends, no, but I would tell like four or five or six, mm. like, because I have a lot of like, I'm lucky, like I have a lot of good friends, right? So I'll tell like, like Phew. four or five, mm. you know, close friends. Um, but that's where I messed up because then everyone starts to like gang up yeah, on him yeah. or me. Like yeah. I, I need to like, and with time I'm learning this. I mean, I haven't been in any situation relatively recently where I'm like seeing someone and I mm-hmm. have this issue. But like, if like now I know, like okay, I'm gonna stick to like one friend and like tell her everything mm-hmm. and tell everyone else like you know a bit like less. And that's how it should be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it shouldn't be like that. Everyone's different. I'm like, I I if it's something that I know I don't want my friends to know, I tell my sister. My one of my sisters, she I. I will tell her all the bad and the good because mm-hmm. I know that at the end of the day, even if she says, she says it how it is, she will always be understanding. And everyone's not that one person who, like, even when it's like, oh my god, he didn't cheat on me once, twice, three times, and he shot in her face. Like, I, the worst thing ever, mm-hmm. she can handle it. Yeah. But if you start telling every single one of your yeah. friends, yeah, then it's too much. Yeah, because not everyone is like that. Yeah, exactly. Not everyone's understanding. And I think also, especially when you have a big group of girlfriends like we do, mm-hmm. um, you can tell which friend is what type of person. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm going to have something, if I'm going to, you know, I can tell this person this, but not this person this because yeah. of the way that they react. So you True. also, yeah. I, I think it's, it once you become really close with your friends, you can tell which, like what person you need for what specific person reason issue, I mean yeah. issue mm-hmm. or like whatever that's happening but I do believe that we all need and deserve someone that you can tell everything, everything to yeah, yeah I agree. like the stupidest thing like oh well you know I asked him to pass me the you know the can and he didn't you know yeah. like but I think it's as human beings we need to have someone that we can completely for sure like an outlet an yeah. outlet yeah mm-hmm. exactly 100%. And that's not gonna judge you because for my biggest thing is exactly like I don't want to be telling someone something like even if you want to rant about your friends like yeah. I don't want like Victoria to start feeling like hating Farah because I ranted about Farah you know like mm. it's just someone that is able to take that information and kind of like just yeah. let you. I just say yeah, it's important it. for it's important like when if you are that friend for someone it's important for you like Adriana said like not to take everything to heart like. Obviously, there are certain extremes where you're like, okay, you know, fuck this guy or fuck this girl, like, no, like, cancel them, like, they're trash. But, like, because I, like, there, there was a friend that I had that everything I would tell her from day one, I could literally say, like, he didn't open the door for me or he, the door closed too quick or something. And she'd be like, cancel him. He does Excuse me. What? Wait, what? Oh, my God. Wait, did she I didn't even hear you. But that's not what I was talking about, actually. Since we're disclaiming, <laughs> I'm gonna edit so much fucking out. But you have a long ending to do. This episode's coming out in December 2022, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have this one friend that like 
um, well, this person I was friends with, that literally every little thing that I would say, she'd be like, fuck him, you deserve better. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I appreciate the support, but, you know, it's not that deep. So I just want to vent without a response yeah. as well. Yeah. You know? Oh my god, he farted. You deserve better. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, oh my god, he, you know, I don't know, like, put his elbows on the table when we yeah. had dinner. Oh my god, what a caveman. Like, yeah. you know? well, just to, like, put a little thing here, like, before, um, just not trying to interrupt you, but, like, my I, my mom and I were very, very close. Mm-hmm. My mom, I told my mom almost any everything. And my mom is the type of person that feels the need to give you advice. Uh-huh. My mom is like that too. Exactly. Unsolicited. Unsolicited. Yes. Yeah. I'm the type of person, I hate when people mm. give me advice. Unless yeah. I ask you, like, hey, can you give me advice on this? Yeah, what do you think I so should do? Yeah. my mom and I had some really, really tough years uh, because of this specific thing where I would feel like she was kind of like ganging up on me a little bit. And, and I think this is something that we can all use in all of our friendships, relationships that we have. Mm. Uh, it's gotten to a point where I'm whenever I want to talk to her and I need to vent, I can always start with saying like, I just need you to hear me mm-hmm. and she won't yeah. say shit. Like she'll literally like not say anything or I'll be like, I need your advice. And then she will, you know, she'll be prepared. So just like, you know, a little tip of the day. Yeah. If you like said, tell your friend, like, I just need to vent now. I don't want to hear your opinion. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good but way sorry, to go do that. Fuck by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you all leave, leave that one in. On but, the same yeah. note of like having those friends that you talk to about certain things or not. Like there was a time that? last year when I was dating this guy and right before I was leaving to Zanzibar, we were dating for like a few months and so right before I left I was just like, oh you know, like well, how do you see the relationship going basically you know like how are we doing because we were seeing each other like all the time and blah blah i just wanted to you know like check in how everything is going mm-hmm. and basically this guy was like you know like i don't know like we'll see how it goes i'm not sure totally how i'm feeling like i like how things are going now but like we'll see whatever and that was basically how the conversation went and i was just like hmm, okay i wonder what's gonna happen when i come back mm-hmm. and i didn't tell this person this girl that i was like pretty good friends with at that time and I didn't tell her because she is one of those friends that's like oh my god I can't believe that he didn't jump in your arms at yeah. that moment when you asked him fuck mm-hmm. him she's 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 crazy. Very, the fucking romantic. door you like walk through and everything and I was just like mm-hmm. I can't tell this girl this stuff so instead I met up with uh, Farah actually and Ange right before I left for my flight and I was like by the way you guys like so I just want to tell you this is what happened but like don't tell anyone else because I don't want their unsolicited opinions because mm-hmm. I don't really value them as much so yeah, well, but it's because a lot of people feel like they feel the need to like yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like when you tell your mom or your parent, okay, this, this, is, this only applies to parents who are actually strict or just like are not in, on this planet. Um, but it's like telling your parent a joke and instead of laughing, they like give you a lecture about it. Like mm-hmm. oh my goodness, oh, not yeah. everything is serious. Parents cannot just chill for a second. Like bro, just laugh at the fucking TikTok. <laughs> like I don't understand. Who's that? Is that your friend? Yeah. 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 Why is she doing her? Why is she wearing that? Like it could be it could be a TikTok about oh my god, like how I don't know, like oh how people don't like bathe. But obviously it doesn't concern you because you obviously bathe and your parent is like, I hope you do wash your bum. Like the fuck? Like, of course. <laughs> don't be friends with people like that. You, like, who is that? Is that your friend? <laughs> no, I don't know. You raised like me. I would hope so. The fuck? But um, I'm going to segue very 
very far off mm-hmm. of what we've been talking Please about. Please do. I feel like we've been going. We yeah. have been yeah. on rant. Yeah. I apologize to Farah because the editing is wild on this episode. Like I said, December 2022. <laughs> y'all heard this episode. Then. Um, what's it called? We're literally gonna have to let you. You'll have to send it to all of us. We listen to it before you can actually. Because mm-hmm. we may there may be bits that you forgot. And we were like, uh, you don't have to beep anything I say. Because another thing within all this um, conversation that I wanted to talk about, or that me and Father wanted to get um, Adriana and um, Victoria's opinion on, was the fact that obviously you're both Latina, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and but obviously one of you hasn't actually really grown up a lot in Latin America, so this yeah. has to be a big factor. She's a fake but Latina. Literally shut the well, fuck up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> shit. I'm dead. Sorry, guys. <laughs> The conflict already started having it, and I'm gonna say. Um, but one thing I thought would be quite interesting to also like talk about is within friendship or like. Okay, let me start it this way. So, I one thing I love about my friendship group is that I will never, and it still hasn't happened, and I'm waiting for it to happen, but I hope it will never, inshallah. <laughs> but in my friendship group, everyone has such different tastes in men. Same. That I don't think I could ever be in a situation where I find my, my friends man attractive. And by this, I mean that we, in my friendship group, we all have specific cultural, ethnic preferences. Not a type. There's a difference between a type and a mm-hmm. preference. You shouldn't have a type, number one, when it comes to ethnicity. Mm-hmm. But preferences, perhaps. And that could mean that you have a specific ethnic preference. Doesn't mean that you're discounting every other ethnicity. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it is. And I thought it would be interesting to sort of ask you guys within the dating realm, wh- why do you have such preferences, and do you think there's a component culturally that comes into play in it? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just to get your thoughts on that. Also, saying this because we both know, we all know, like, well, not you guys are saying, but we sitting here, yeah, you know that um, Adriana and Victoria have different preferences in men. Exactly. Yeah. And in friendship groups, this can happen often. I I actually feel really bad for friendship groups where everyone has the same taste. The funny thing is, because that would be fucking wild, and I would I would die every day because we'd all every day. Match the same all, man. No, I'll just like, die, revive, and keep dying with them. The funny thing is, in our friendship group, um, we're like what six, seven girls. Mm-hmm. Um, two are in relationships, and the rest are all single. And um, everyone has a similar type in men, except for me and this one girl. But she's happily in relationships with me. Yeah. But I feel like even within that realm, we have very different types. But it's easier to have a crossover. It is easier to have a crossover, but, like, but still, even then, like, yeah. let's say, I'm, I'll, I'll just say this, like, I'm a white man's whore. I do like white men, and but, that's how it is. Yes. But that's not to say, like, for example, there's another friend of ours. She loves, like, North American super white like, men. And if you're in the military, even better. No, like, 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 USA. I like yeah. Republican. Yes. Republican, yeah. And so in that sense, we definitely do not cross over. Like, like, I do like men, but more like Europeans. And funny enough, the other day, Victoria, like, on our group chat, posted, like, a guy that she saw on, like, Hinge or something, like, oh my god, this guy is, like, super, super, like, pale, like, not my type. (laughs) And then this other girl's like, oh my god, what's his name? He's so hot. I want to match him. But that's what you want. And that's what you want. And And I love that because... My high school friendship group is the same thing. I mean, eh, yes. Well, actually, funny enough, 
in high school, it's a fun fact for people who didn't know this, but in high school, Lely, yes, Lely, ha was very big on gingers and <laughs> Asians. Don't ask me why. I was big on them. I Imagine your kids, girl. <laughs> right? My, my first kiss, well, actually, that's not that's my second kiss, but I can't believe my first kiss. That he's the one I actually like was like um uh what's called Eurasian. Anyway, I was really into gingers, really into Asians, and then my best friend, she was into like olive skin, tan Italian, as ethnic as it gets, she was into that. And then and she was into musty rugby guys, and I was into skinny, like like crackhead looking mess. <laughs> Not the crackhead. Not the crackhead. <laughs> like, oh. like 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 <laughs> but like on crack, right? And then we both Sorry. went to uni. <laughs> And it's the funny part is we, we dated the complete opposite. So her man, who she's currently very happy in relationship with in five years, is ginger and skinny. I, I hope he doesn't listen to this, but that's what you are. And you're still a very handsome man, but that's what you are. And that's what my type was. And I ended up dating rugby men, PTs, and musty ass fucking men. Who I was like, what the fuck is going on? But all this to say, it still happened that we have different types. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it's an anecdote, to be honest. But all this to say is that I, I blame and I feel bad for women who all have the same time mm. because the Tough. drama, yeah. the, the, oh my god, guys, look who I matched with on Tinder. And you're like, in your head, okay. like, I matched him. Actually, we have, we, have, we have one friend that was in our group, but she is no longer in Dubai. Um, she, R.I.P. No, 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 God, God forbid, she's still alive. She's well. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I mean, R.I.P. Yeah, but still, God forbid, because I don't say it exists. Anyway, she. Also has the same <laughs> taste as men and me and my other friend, like similar preference, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but my friend are like, so it's three of us. One of us was in a relationship, so it didn't matter. And then there was two of us. And she was like, oh, I matched this guy on him. And she started like explaining him, like describing him on the oh, group. God. And I was like, sounds <laughs> familiar. And she was going down to like, yeah, he's from South London. I'm like, okay, she, oh, he's a teacher. I was like, okay. And like, we're, not, we're in Dubai, we're not in London, so like, you're really narrowing it down. And then she was like, giving more descriptions of him. And then she was like, sending, like, like telling us like, stuff he was saying. And I was like, is his name so and so? And she's like, yeah. I was like, yo, I dated him for like four months. Leave, run. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that man. He's, yeah. God. Yeah. So. But back to the initial question so we don't get skewed again. Oh, yeah. What is your thoughts or like, why do you think you go for that specific ethnicity or mm -hmm. culture and yeah like what's what's your thoughts like give us your I wouldn't restrict it to just like white men but I guess those, that's like my major preference I would say I'm still like, you like Arab man, man. I do like Arab men um, I'm into like a lot of stuff, but I would say definitely my preference is more white men. But I would also say that it's also just like, for example, I don't really like Latin men and I just don't, I just, I enjoy the cultural differences between me and someone that I'm dating and like learning about someone else, like how they live, what their family's like, what their culture is like, how they live, blah, blah. And I like that difference, so I don't think that I would want to date someone who's Latin, but I wouldn't say that I would write them off completely. I would just say that they're not really my preference. Mm. And I, I would say it's literally just that. It's just because I like the differences and learning and just like having different, something new, something that's not like familiar. Yeah. I enjoy that. 
Can I be a devil advocate? Go for so it. So someone could say, okay, fair enough, but you can have that with an Arab man as different cultures as well. You yeah. Can have that with like an Asian guy. So if, for you, is there something that attracts you specifically or culturally you feel that you have a, maybe a similarity in a sense with a, like a European Caucasian man? Um, not particularly. Well, I guess maybe it's so like my upbringing was, um, very like third culture kid or whatever. Mm. So like I was born not even in my home country and then I moved around to like eight different countries by the time I was like 14 and stuff. So I've been around different places for quite a while. But, um, so I guess maybe that's something that helps me familiarize with some men. It's like I've been living in so many different cultures around the world mm. where I feel like, oh my God, that's so cool that I can kind of relate to this because I lived in a similar culture for some time, XYZ. I don't know. I mean, I've never actually thought about that, but maybe that's why I'm not super into Latin men because I've never lived in Latin America. Well, I lived in Mexico for some time, but I don't know. It's just not really my thing, I guess. That makes sense. Fair enough. No, I get it. <clears throat> I mean, that's the problem with like being a third culture kid because you never. I mean, I mean, I'm. I grew up in Dubai, so I grew up around Arab. But the thing, funny enough, I didn't mm-hmm. grow up around. Should we explain what a third culture? Co- kid means. What is the definition of a third culture Like kid? a third culture kid. So everyone on this table, I would say we would all... No, a driver got Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So me, Farah, and Victoria would be described as third culture kids in the sense that, yeah, we, we number one, we're, we grew up outside of our native countries, but yeah. we've also been accustomed to different cultures in different schools, which means that when people ask us like where we come from or like, what, what culture we ascribe to, what we consider home, there isn't a home. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I enjoy being a third culture kid. I love Same. it. But it just means that to me, where I felt most at home could be not even a place necessarily to people. Yeah. Um, but it could be different to any to to what someone who grew up in the same hometown who's yeah. seen the same people for thirteen years compared to yeah. me who has been to and not more than Victoria. Victoria is like the queen of the <laughs> culture kids. But yeah, born in one different, in, born in Germany, lived in Switzerland, yeah. in France, lived in Uganda, went to the UK. So there's a lot going on there. And so for us, it's not that we don't have a culture, it's that, that we aspire to the world. Yeah. yeah. Please continue. That was like a quick segue. Yeah, yeah. So basically, like, because like as a third culture kid, so like funny enough, although I grew up in Dubai, which is like an Arab city, um, UAE is an Arab, like an Arab country, um, Dubai is very, multicultural expats and stuff so i actually like growing up i didn't have any arab friends that weren't cousins or family friends mm-hmm. so all my friends in my friendship groups were from everywhere like in my immediate friendship group in high school it was like from serbia iceland belgium egypt india like that's literally just like my friendship group so yeah so it was like similar to like me and like my sister for example she went to a different school although it was an english school she had a lot of arabs in her year so she grew up a lot more Arab than me, even though same household, same yeah. you know upbringing, same parents and everything. But she's very Arab. Mm-hmm. Um, her taste in men, her friends, her music, uh, in comparison to me, you know. Yeah. So yeah. And so again, yeah. your type of men, everything. <clears throat> well, so I grew up in Guatemala my whole life. I didn't leave until after graduating high school. Um, and I've noticed that I tend to gravitate towards Latin people because I haven't lived in 
a Latin country for so long, so it's very familiar for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been physically attracted to olive skinned, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dark hair, dark features, people my whole life. But I've noticed lately that I tend to connect more with people that are Latin because of that familiarity of, mm-hmm. you know, it's a similar culture, the same language. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, we can connect um, with, you know, about, we can connect about way more things that I could connect with someone that wasn't like American. Latin. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I look, don't get me wrong. I have, I, I believe that I don't have any preference. I mean, I've dated everything. <laughs> Literally, like I really have all of the above. Like there are no restrictions within the limit of the people that I would date. But I tend to um, connect in a deeper level with people that are more that can relate more to my culture. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think like that's similar to like what my sister is like. So she is very like from her from the time she was young, she's very like deep rooted in Arab culture. So Mm. for her, the same thing. Like she gets along well with people from Arab cultures. and with you, it's the same thing, like, you grew up in a Latin yeah. country, you grew up in Guatemala, so you tend to get closer to people that are from Latin culture. Yeah. It makes sense. Like, for me, I realized when I went to university, although I didn't grow up around Arabs, my preference, I wouldn't say is Arabs, but I realized the older I'm getting and, like, moving around and stuff, my preference tends to be ethnic minorities, because I realized that there's um, similarities between ethnic backgrounds in general. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you could be from, like, the Caribbean, you could be from Africa, you could be from Latin America, you could be from, um, you know, you could be Arab, you could be Indian, you know, um, I found similarities in these, like, minority cultures, and that's why I realized, like, at first I was like, oh, maybe my type is, like, this kind of guy, and I was like, oh, no, wait, but I get along with this kind of guy, and I find him attractive, too, and so yeah. I think the older I'm getting, I'm realizing, no, my type is, like, my preference, sorry, is more, like, ethnic minorities, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. Just because, like, you find that, like, common ground um, in terms of, like, culture or family values or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I think once you start thinking about a deeper relationship with someone, when you start thinking about marriage and kids, mm-hmm. these, have to have those similarities. Exactly. These things are important. Like, you need to make sure that the person that you're having kids with is able to share certain values that you find important to, you know, teach down to your children because sure. you know a big thing that we all know here about the last person that I was getting to know was the fact that we had a bunch of values that we shared however our ideas our lifestyle ideas were absolutely different I mean this person Completely wanted opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, this person wanted to live in the fucking jungle have you know, our own uh, farm, like secluded, you know, he didn't, it was just kind of like a a complete opposite of what I wanted, which look, don't get me wrong, I'm not pro capitalism, but I'm going to say I'm a child of capitalism. (laughs) I fall into that shit, that shit is my life. And as much as I wish it wasn't, it truly is. I want to live in a city. I want to live in an urban area. I'd rather live in an apartment. I want to have an iPhone. I don't want to have a Nokia. Yeah, from exactly. Like literally, them bricks. <laughs> and this is someone that I would connect in every other level. Like, everything we connected. But I couldn't see myself having children with this person. Yeah. Because I was, like, I think about our future and I'd be like, shoot me. 
Yeah. You couldn't even think about no, it. It's like, it, do you see yourself on a farm yeah. growing your own vegetables Lord. and eating yeah. them in the afternoon? Like, no. God forbid. No, but um, but that's the thing. It's interesting, yeah, because we're, we're like we're getting at that age. I mean, there's no age where like, oh, you have to settle down, you have to get married. But from like the way we all are, like us four, like our consensus is that we're getting to that point where we're ready to settle down. Like, we've been single, we've dated enough, we've mm. seen you know what we wanted to see and whatever, and we're ready to like settle down with someone mm. if it comes in our path, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier now. Yeah, it's like you're supposed to be a bit. It's it's more important now to like know you know your values and what you want in a partner and a person mm-hmm. before you like. Yeah. Like yeah. I could find you very hot, easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not hard to find people that you find attractive, but it's like easy. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy either. I mean, if it was easy, it would have uh, yeah been very different. <laughs> um, but it's, it's 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 easier to find someone you find attractive. Mm-hmm than to find someone that you can, you know, make a life with. And actually, funny enough, I was listening to an old episode of the Received Podcast not too long ago. Um, and in that episode, they were saying, like, so it was, I think, the episode with um, Julie Adenuga. And they were saying how um, in marriage, marriage, for example, like, love is important, but according to them, like, love makes only a certain small percentage of it. Mm-hmm. And the rest, actually, can I do life with this person? Yeah. Because you could... Mm-hmm. Because there have been many people, okay, I've, I've only really been in love once, but, like, there's many people that I've really, really, really liked and, like, close to loved, but I knew that I couldn't do life with them. Um, and it's not like every relationship or situationship or date I go into, I think, oh, can I do life with you? But, obviously, down the line, after seeing this person for a while, you need to start asking yourself these questions, like, yeah, can, like, do I like your lifestyle? I don't want to live in a farm, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to have to get my like, freaking vegetables yeah. from the backyard. I don't no. want to have to, like, you know, pick my, like, fruits before I make a smoothie, yeah. you know? But, and I think this is um, actually something that very recently happened to me. I mean, I was ready to settle down with my ex. Like, yeah. Set, like, I thought this was it. Like, we talked about the future. Everything was perfect in terms of, like... I really, really thought this was a person for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, the reason that it didn't work out was because I was kind of deported from the US. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I had to leave. My, I had to legally, I had to leave the country. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, nothing bad. I didn't like The visa know. ended. But my yeah. visa ended. Yeah. I had to leave. It was something that was kind of forced upon me. And at that moment, I didn't understand why. I was kind of like, you know, this sucks. And we were kind of battling with the option of maybe marrying each other to, for me to stay. And eventually I decided not to for a lot of reasons. But, you know, I ended up coming to Dubai and this past year, it's, you know, I, I really, really, it was really groundbreaking for me because I thought that I was set. Like, I thought this was it. I thought we were going to get married. We were going to have kids. We were done being and single. And we were done being single. And we were, I literally thought this person was all for me. It was like my future Mm -hmm. um and it wasn't until i was here and i was able to really reflect on my relationship that i realized that as much as i was head over heels in love with this person there were so many big things mainly cultural that i couldn't get over um that i think now would have been a deal breaker in my relationship so which, sorry for the listeners he was not from the same culture no we were not we we're from very completely yeah. different cultures countries and everything and i think that's why as you know someone that has grown up and has been raised in a one culture one country it's 
really easy for us to go back to what we're familiar with mm-hmm. because we grew up with this culture we're used to this culture our whole family is based in this culture it's really hard uh to kind of get used to something outside of that especially if you value your culture as much as i value mine yeah because when i think about this relationship as amazing and beautiful as it was and as much as i i, I still do really miss it every day um i need to also put on a pedestal the fact that i am very 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 proud of my culture mm-hmm. and i need to know that the person that i'm gonna be with for the rest of my life is gonna be able to embrace that yeah mm-hmm. see that's that's interesting because like it's the same with me like my family is very deep rooted you know in our culture um although we never really lived in jordan but like especially in dubai like there's a lot of jordanian palestinians <clears throat> A lot of Iranians, so like everyone that we're surrounded by are from the same culture as us, or like they're some form of Arab that's very similar to our culture. Um, and like my family always grew up in the Middle East and blah, blah, blah. Um, the type of men that I've recently been dating, some have been Arab, some have not. Um, it's like quite a mix. Like I said, my preference is ethnic minorities in general because I tend to like get along with people from like those kind of backgrounds. Um, but there was like times where like I'll sit with my family and then, you know, I realized like I, just, I it's, it's actually, it usually happens when I have people like Lely visit or like people visiting that don't speak Arabic. Like I realized, wow, my parents, my family really speak Arabic a lot. And I don't realize until, you know, I'm with someone that doesn't speak Arabic. It's or not like, a problem though. It's not a problem, but it's like, do I want to spend my entire life translating for someone, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I'm against it. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, I only need to find Arab men now. But, like, it's something I have to think about. Like, oh, do I really want to spend, like, for example, I think my family are fucking hilarious. They are. But all their jokes, a lot of their jokes are in Arabic, you know? Actually, yeah. it's funny. I don't get what they say. No, but I actually think that a lot, I mean, your parents are fluent in English. Mm. Uh, my grandparents aren't. Mm-hmm. Like, my grandma is useless in English <laughs> and my dad's English is not that great honestly and that's something that I think about a lot is um because you're close to your parents as well yeah I'm very very close to my whole family so mm-hmm. I know that you know even though I might not live back home um my you know my, my parents and my grandparents and my aunts and uncles are going to be a very very important part of my life am I okay with being with someone that's not gonna be able to communicate yeah. with them. Yeah. And I still struggle with that. I mean, I go back and forth, yeah. but it's something that's always in the back of my head when of I course. get into a relationship. Yeah. That's the thing. And like, I feel like the older I'm getting, the more I'm thinking about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, okay, my parents are very fluent in English and they have no issue. Like, you know, like this entire time they didn't struggle to speak with you, you know, like with letters. Mm-hmm. Like, they speak English fluently. My siblings obviously speak English fluently. Your dad like, it's my country. Yeah, so like my parents are <laughs> relatively like they're they're multicultural in that yeah. sense. But like example, my aunties or like my uncles or my cousin. Oh no, my cousins all speak English. Um, I mean, everyone in my family speaks English, but like I'm very close again. Like Adriana, like I'm very close to my far family as well, not just my immediate family. Like my aunties, my uncles, my cousins, like we're all very close. So it's like I'd literally be at like a family gathering, and then like my cousin would say some joke. It's in Arabic, and then everyone's laughing, and then you know, and then I was, and like, if I sit there, like, oh, he said this, and then it's not funny, and then you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not an issue, and it's not a reason for me not to be with someone, but it's like things I have to think about. You know, Definitely. I think the most important thing is 
if the person you date, if they're outside of your culture, if they respect mm. your culture enough to learn about it. Like, yeah. there was people, I mean, I haven't dated anyone like this, but there were people that like I knew as just like friends, not even friends, people I knew mm-hmm. that would be like, like let's say they'd come to Dubai because Dubai is very like multicultural, mm-hmm. like for tourists. They'll come here and they'll be like, oh my God, look at what these women are wearing. They're so conservative. I don't like that. Like they'll judge the culture. Mm-hmm. As like, you're coming to this country, you should respect the culture, exactly. you know? Yeah. Um, and but so, also not be too extreme to the point where like, oh my god I can't swear yeah. well, I can't should I wear should, the, I, cover my whole should body? I wear the burqa as well like yeah. no yeah well my like, hand is showing like yeah. relax That's the thing. It's, like, yeah. it's like learn what is in yeah. front of you I think yeah. that for me it has all fallen into um, this idea of wanting to or not idea I mean I know that this is what I want for my partner mm-hmm. um, I need to have someone that's gonna be able that's well educated in different cultures mm-hmm. in the sense that you have like I think we all are I mean we've all lived in different places mm-hmm. we've yeah. all traveled you know we're very very culturally aware I have dated people that aren't and it's really hard to make them understand um, how to be okay with other cultures whereas if you date someone that's as culturally culturally aware as we are mm. it's easier for them to understand the fact that your whole family it's a completely different culture yeah yeah so i think for me personally i need to date someone and be with someone that's going to be able to understand that yeah for sure it's interesting you guys say all this because i come from a very unorthodox or like the unconventional african family mm-hmm. so my family is very african but also very not traditional so my mother is married currently to a, a Sicilian white Italian man. And she's been with him since I was like seven, eight years old. So he's been in my life for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And the, from the moment he entered my life, I never thought, oh my God, like cultural differences. Like to me, it was, I was, it was ex- exciting to have a man in the house because my mom's like was a single mother for like most, like most of my childhood. It was always really fun. And so I think for me, the moment I realized, so just to give context, my preference, if it wasn't obvious, are African black men. Um, I'm not going to give a, a necessary reason why. I just like gravitate towards them. And I, I like that comfort of like familiarity and culturally mm-hmm. just like it just, yeah, it just, the, the click you get in understanding of each other's ethnicity is much easier. But this only started my preference realizing i had a preference for black men only started when i got to university before that as i said i was into gingers i was into anything <laughs> right machine gun kelly type of shit <laughs> exactly oh <my>. literally and, <laughs> oh my. and my mom being with married to a white man played a big part of it and it was because oh yeah of course like it doesn't matter where you're from it doesn't matter what culture you are it doesn't even matter if you're completely politically different to me it was like as long as you love each other love is all that matters mm-hmm. and as i've grown up i've realized that that's not the case and even within my family with my stepdad as much as i love him there's a lot of things culturally that i think because they're a different generation moms like a boomer like they don't necessarily think about these things and there's a lot of things my stepdad says and does that are very problematic and we always have to teach him and to, it gets to the point where i'm like I don't want to. I don't want to do that with my partner. Yeah. I don't want to have to sit down every six months when something crazy happens on TV mm-hmm. and have to explain it and then argue back with me because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I don't want to be like my mother in the sense that I don't want to have to be in a relationship where it's I'm with someone who 
Yeah, and he doesn't speak English either. So like, oh, it's he a bit, no, oh. not really. He understands it barely. Wait, does your mom speak Italian? No, but they speak French. Oh, he speaks French. French oh, is their okay. like common ground, and we all speak French because of him. But what happens is we have instances where we have family come over for Christmas or like big events. And it's awkward because a lot of our family, even though they've lived in Geneva, like most of their like adult life, they don't speak French because Geneva is unfortunately a place like Dubai where they don't make an effort. Like if you speak English, they make it very easy for you. Yeah, you, you don't get around without having to speak here. French. And so a lot of my family who came here with there when they were adults, they don't need to learn English, uh, French because everyone speaks English to them. Mm-hmm. And so they come home and we, we spend the whole day speaking English without realizing my stepdad at the time is like completely lost in translation. Mm-hmm. And it's sad yeah. we have to like apologize at the time and then translate jokes and stuff and I get what you mean by that with yeah. the whole Arab like family making jokes and stuff and I don't want to be in that situation but being black is is not a monolith like we're not all the same like yeah, for sure. I dated French black guys who don't speak English mm-hmm. so it, it also plays a part and the reason why I mentioned African is because I because black Caribbeans are also very different okay. culturally mm-hmm. to me a black Caribbean would not be the same to a black African and that's why I say my preference is black African because there's different differences in cultures not that it's something I wouldn't be open to but it's different but I just want to be with someone who I relate to and I just relate to an African yeah. more than I relate to a Caribbean person or that I relate to an Aboriginal black person from Australia yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean I don't want to be the white man either. It's a preference. Doesn't, you're not I locking yourself off to exactly, other culture. You're yeah. just saying like, oh, like I'm not like ideally. This is what I want. I'm not closed off. Yeah. To other no. Yeah. I think it's important not to be closed off because no. then you're gonna block your blessings. And it's yeah. and it's a two way street. I get approached by a white man, like a blonde white man, once every three years. <laughs> it's yeah. not something that happens often. To be fair, it doesn't mean I shouldn't approach them. No, it yeah. just means that like. Clearly, it's an understanding. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, in university or like the, my entire time, I mean, people in Dubai, men don't really approach you like that unless they're on like a creepy vibe. Um, <laughs> in Dubai, people don't like approach. Like, in Dubai, that's why we're all single. It's not, yeah, literally. It's like in Dubai, you really live here. Honestly, in Dubai, you meet people through like friends of friends or like through events or whatever. But like, you, like it's not like in uni, like people will come up to you in the club mm-hmm. and then like if they do, like you run. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it also depends. There's just so many aspects to it. It doesn't. I think we all feel like we have our own preferences mm-hmm. and we have our own types. And we do, but we kind of don't. Everything yeah. is molded by not only how we were raised, mm-hmm. the environment we were raised, but also the environment where you started dating. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. We started dating, I started dating in high school. I was in a, you know, Guatemala. There's Guatemalans <laughs> in that <area. laughs> We don't really have a lot of tourists. Like, fair enough. <laughs> And then I moved to the U.S., you know, I moved to France and whatever, that was more of a experience, but <laughs> and then I moved to the U.S. And I lived That's there. another podcast for another day. Like, you completely jump a whole... No, I mean, finish. look, don't get me wrong, I've dated Guatemalans, I've dated French, I've dated American, I've dated from all the... Like, honestly, Egyptian. when I tell you, when I tell you that I have absolutely no boundaries in the, like, type of people that I date is because I really don't. I feel like a lot of people have preferences. I really don't. Like, I like everything and anything. Yeah. Um, And I'm single, so hit me up. Slide in my DMs.
But I really think that if you start dating in a specific environment, you're going, going to start dating people from that environment just because that's just what's available. Yeah. And you kind of get used to that, you know? Yeah. Like I say, I'm a white man's whore, but that doesn't mean that I haven't dated or slept with men of every background. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I said, don't... Don't I, walk your blessings. Exactly. I always say, yeah. don't walk your blessings. Like, I could literally be like, I want an Arab man from, you know, this village in Palestine, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, don't, like, lock your blessings. My, and then my, my, my soulmate could be some guy from some village yeah. in, like, China. Like, I don't know. I mean, TMI. Yeah, I don't know. Should I say this? No, I don't have any more editing abilities. <laughs> you have more coming. If it's not, not, if it's not, not, I don't edit anything more than this. So what you're saying now, say it with your chest. <laughs> I'm not cutting this shit out. <laughs> I mean, it's not really that deep. It depends. Who, like, like different people would, wouldn't care. It's for mostly probably because of social media that I don't want to say. What do you mean? Don't let it influence you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just really irrelevant. But yeah, just to say that, like, I haven't just like dated black men, and yeah. yeah. Everything also changes with growing up and getting to know. Yeah. I mean, come on, like. When I was 17, I thought I was gonna marry a freaking Latino man. And I mean, you still could. Uh, hold, 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 like, three years later, I was fucking yeah. like a Brazilian woman. So who knows? <laughs> We're like, true. you don't really know where you're gonna end up. That Come on. So true. I mean, yeah, all this to say that the person I love originally to is not what I described. <laughs> the variations though, yeah. don't add up. Yeah, I mean, literally from and like, it's fine. from like, like, okay, not even month to month, that's been a while, but like from, from like, year to year, I would say even like my preference has been changing. You yeah, know? but I think like the person that I was super into a year ago, it doesn't have to be. I can't lie, I was still into your tendency, yeah. But I think as group, as much as more mature you get you start realizing that someone's physical appearance, mm. which don't get me wrong, like there's a lot of aspects to it, physical appearance, mm. culture, uh, traditions, all these things, but at the end of the day, the way someone looks, it becomes less and less important. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. Like for example, let's say, okay, I'll match with someone on Tinder or on Hinge or something. Obviously you're looking for someone who's attractive because you want to be attracted to this random person of that course. you're gonna meet. But then the older you get, and even as you meet these people, it's so much about how they look, and it's not even about preference anymore. It's just about what their lifestyle is like, and what mm. their, let's say, like religion, and like all these other things that are I'm way more important. Simple, like values. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Values. Like you could be fucking sexy, and then I'll meet you, and you seem like a fucking douche, and yeah. then that's yeah. it. Like I really don't no, give for a fuck. Sure. Look. I mean, like. I usually I put some ugly men. I put religion. <laughs> I put religion into culture usually. Like I put them in the same category. Yeah. Like to me. Like culture and religion is so intertwined that most of the time, like I just like religion-wise, unless you were raised Christian and converted to Judaism. Mm -hmm. But if not, like I put it together. But I completely agree. Like you, you most likely, not most likely, you definitely like physical appearance decreases the more you get to know someone. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I love I mean, that. According to something I saw on, I think it was Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember something on social media. It said. The motive now is ugly men because at least <laughs> right. actually no, it was something that Steve Harvey said. He said ugly men, ugly men are the way to go because no one wants him. He can be used as um, security unless he's crazy. People are scared of him. Um, <laughs> exactly. Literally, Steve Harvey said that. My mom said in the video. <laughs> and then um, yeah, so no one wants him. Uh, he's scary, so his protection. And um, 
what else was it? Yeah, so basically, not gonna chill okay, I have. I just have a question for everyone, Hi. just because this happens to me, and you know, circling back to uh, relationships and friendships. Okay, um, as we've all previously said before, it's important for all of us for our partner to get along with our friends, right? Yes. Um, and th- I'm just saying this because I actually had a really recent incident where this was an issue where, look, I'm a very friendly person. I talk ah. to, I can fucking talk to walls if you want to fucking talk, talk to walls. Like, I'm very, very, very friendly. And because of this, sometimes it gets, uh, like, misunderstood as flirting, mm-hmm. which, don't get me wrong, like, with everyone but and walls and walls <laughs> but um i would obviously True. never ever flirt with a friend's significant other so <laughs> in terms of how your uh friends get along with your significant other where's the limit like are they able to you know would you be okay with them talking texting hanging out mm-hmm. you know like where's the boundary for you guys specifically in terms of the friendship your significant other mm-hmm. has with your friends I think it depends on the relationship with the friend and with the guy. For example, mm-hmm. like this guy that I most recently dated, like Adriana, as she said, she's a very friendly person. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, he'll come over and we'll hang out the three of us. And she'll be like, oh, yeah, daddy, oh, I oh, missed boy. you all day. Oh, you look like a snack. <laughs> I love that. And things like that. And I just, I love it because, you know, like, they're getting along. They're great, whatever. But Side not note. everyone could yeah. do that. We've actually cuddled naked. <laughs> naked? <laughs> Lord. Oh, my God, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Like I was seeing this man and then I was like seeing this other guy and so like we're at home, the four of us, each in our rooms and then like we'll wake up in the morning the next day when like we went out drunk and then the next morning I'll just be like, oh my god, let's hang out and so I'll walk over into Adriana's room like without a shirt on and I'm just like tits out and I'm like, hey guys, whatever, but it's like, <laughs> but like I said, it depends on the relationship it's between yeah, everyone, yeah, so like I know I don't want to give a fuck and I don't give a fuck about showing my tits. Yeah, yeah, like, but know other people friends, would yeah. never yeah. let that slide. It depends. I mean like, for me, it's it's not a friend, it's my sister. My sister <laughs> and my ex have also been saying best <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I genuinely, I was in university, I had no extra accommodation. And the, the week my sister flew in from Geneva, saying we my boyfriend to come and I wanted to see both of them. So like, yeah, both come over. So we're all in bed, trying to watch Netflix, like, oh, my man's putting me, my sister just like staring at me. Very <laughs> awkward, but it worked out fine. They okay. loved each other, they loved each other. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but all this to say that I think it all depends on. Um, on, on the person who's in the relationship because yeah. they make yeah. the call at the end of the day. It's yeah. all down to that person. It doesn't matter. I, fuck what everyone says. Fuck what people say about etiquette, about like, oh, it's just like a rule in the dating world. No, if the person who is dating doesn't have a problem with it, unless they're lying, because some people do lie because yeah. they just don't want to create like, you know, drama. Yeah. But if they're honest and they genuinely, I don't have an issue with you being close yeah. to my man. Yeah. I think I like, it goes back to like what we said earlier about like whole like disclosing it and like not being yeah. secretive and not being like weird exactly. about things. Yeah. 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 Like, if, if like let's say I don't know like if like, I was with someone and then like you and him like went for like dinner or something like sorry I realized it's a podcast when Lely and like my man like, for example, like let's say they go for like dinner or something or like lunch mm-hmm. and then you don't tell me and then. 
I see him like three days later and he's like, oh yeah, me and Lali went for dinner two days ago. I'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, why didn't either of you tell me? Yeah. Like, that kind of thing is a bit weird. Like, why are you being dodgy or secretive or whatever? But yeah. if, you know, you're like, oh, um, I ran into so-and-so. We're going for dinner. I'll be like, oh, cute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it also, it depends on the friend. Like, my close friends is different. Like, I know your intentions with my partner. I know your intentions with me. I know how you feel about me, you know? But if it's like someone like, you know, we're friends, but I don't know how I feel about you and like yeah. what your loyalties yeah. lie. Yeah. And I think, as you said, like, it all depends on the person in the relationship because... I, and I might, you know, this might be an issue within me, but I'm extremely chill. Like, I really don't care. Yeah. You know, like, when you asked if we would be okay with our partner um, going on a trip with someone from a, the difference, like, the, the, their preferred, the, the, the their preferred, preferred sex, sex on a trip, which might be different just because I'll, I, I'm attracted to all, mm. you know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's harder to put... Um, you know, like a rule around, like a rule around, yeah, exactly because yeah. you know, I'll fuck anything. Yeah, no, but I feel like it also just comes back to trust. Like you said, like communication is key. So like, exactly. if you're meeting up with my man yeah. and you didn't even tell me about it, it's kind of sketchy. But it's also like I trust this person. Like I know that no matter how much Adriana calls my man daddy or like a snack yeah. or whatever, like I know that She's my man actually, would never yeah. do that yeah. and my friend would never do that. Yeah. So it also comes down to that like do you trust your friends or yeah. not and, he, and here's the thing and do you trust your man because at the end of the day your man or woman is a one in a relationship exactly. so and I would say yeah you're not binary yeah, yeah. The, 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 sorry the onus lies on the I mean, it lies on your friend and also lies on your partner. Like, it's like on both yes. of us. Yeah. But it also lies on you being secure in that relationship. Sure. Because yes. this situation that I was in, I mean, I was really, really not flirting. Yeah. I was just, I had, I, my friend brought his boyfriend, her boyfriend to a party and whatever. And we were talking and I found out that this guy speaks French. I speak French. I have no one to speak French to here. Mm-hmm. Everyone I speak to is either Spanish or English. So we started speaking in French. And um, this, you know, my friend came over and she realized that we were speaking French. Immediately freaks out, like makes it a huge deal, grabs him, takes him away, oh, wow. blocks me yeah. on everything. Yeah, that was Even wild. WhatsApp, WhatsApp uh, Instagram, like everything. And I'm freaking out at this point. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I was kind of seeing someone at this point. I made him talk to her and she's freaking out she's like oh like she's flirting with my guy whatever and he's like no she's not like chill eventually like 24 hours after this happened i was able to talk to her and she thought that i was flirting with this guy because we were speaking in another language <laughs> yeah what the fuck? that's an insecurity but that, yeah, as you say, that extreme response she doesn't trust her man and she's insecure yeah but it definitely comes with maturity because yeah my mom and her friends like my, they have a joke like when they have like a party, my mom has all her friends come over with their husbands. Like they have a joke, and my mom will be like, oh my god, our husband is here. And they'll be referring to one of her friends' husbands when they come together. Like they, he's apparently the communal husband. It's oh. a joke. <laughs> Obviously, they're not mm. actually her husband. Yeah. They don't all go home to this man's house. But I think at our age, if I was to be like to one of my friends, to her boyfriend, oh my god, our boyfriend is here. Some people may feel some type of way. I wouldn't. Yeah. Because if I'm secure and I'm confident and I know the friend as well and I know that's how they joke about. Yeah. And even if I didn't know how they joke about, I'm going to assume it's a joke. Yeah. Because I want to assume the best in my friend. I don't want to assume initially, oh my God, she's going to steal him. Oh my God, she's a thief. Like, 
Yeah. Why? Why should I be your first response or your first thought when your friend is bantering with your boyfriend? That oh my god! First of all, yeah. if she was actually trying to steal him, I would I would like to assume that she'd be smart about it and not do it for my face. You know what I mean? <laughs> and also, I would assume she wouldn't do it to begin with. So I think for people who genuinely are that terrified, it must be some PTSD. Maybe it happened to them in the past, and so now since they just are terrified, they have trauma. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just yeah, it's, it's interesting. Just to, I guess, end, I want to go back to something you said and I want to ask you guys this. It's more of a thought rather than like a, another huge debate about it. Uh-huh. But you said how like, oh, you know, about ugly men, how like, we should not go for ugly men. Yeah. Because everyone's going to be scared of them because they're not going to push or whatever. But maybe this is just something that I do. If you're ugly, well, that I used to do. I wouldn't say I do it now. Actually, I really don't do it now. But back then, and I know a lot of women think like this or a lot of people think like this because men think like that and vice versa, non-binaries and blah, blah, blah. But, um... To me, someone can become 10 times more attractive when they're in a relationship. It doesn't mean that I want to steal them. It doesn't mean that I want to, I want to, yeah, it doesn't mean I want to become a side chick. It just, to me, it, I could see you single or I could see you and assume you're single and be like, eh, he's on my side. But the moment I see that person in a relationship and I see them treating their person well, For the listeners, I can't see Adriana made her face and she does not agree. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and by this, I must say everyone thinks like this. This is very much like an internal thought. And I would Should never... Should I kept her internal yeah. I would, No, no, no. <laughs> I don't... I, I, the reason I haven't kept it internal because I've heard it. It's been a debate. Like, I've heard no, it. No, no, it's true. It's a debate. It's, it's, a a debate. Yeah. it's, it's actually like guys... Yeah. Even guys have approached me saying like when I was single, I got like no attention. Exactly. When, and the minute yeah. I'm in a relationship, girls oh keep my messing. God, yeah. not, not necessarily like literally shooting their shot or like... Yeah being really outward but more like yeah paying more attention to them it's uh, definitely men have dm me more in a relationship than when i was single does that mean and it's more it's in, it may be for men more of like a, a, a challenge, competition yeah. a challenge like can i get a girl in a relationship sort of thing which is uh-huh. dumb as fuck mm. but i don't know there's just and maybe this was again more years in the, like in today's day and age me now in 2022-2021 no but in the past have i looked at a guy and the moment, not even looked, but let's say I'm talking to a guy, I'm not even interested. They're attractive, but I'm not interested. And the moment they say they've got a girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but why? Why do you, what is so interesting about you that you get a girlfriend? And at that point in time, I'm not in cheeks. I'm like, for you to have a girlfriend, that means there's something actually interesting about you. Well, that's my assumption. There's some people. I mean, someone that actually like you? Yeah, like, what? What is it about Shit. you? And it's like, what the hell is that on? It's not something that would, like, Oh, now your relationship, now I feel more attracted to you. I don't think I've ever felt that way. But I would say, I would, like, the way that I would understand it is, like, you know, like, I was interested, but then it's, like, when you see someone in a relationship, you see, like, oh, they actually have, like, potential to be, like, a really good person, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm happy that they're a good person in a relationship, so I'm happy for them, but it doesn't really make me more attracted to them all of a sudden because they're in a relationship. <coughs> for yeah. me, it's, like, more of the aspect where it's, like, I would, I could find them again. I guess it's like validation from other people, but I could find them <laughs> <laughs> going back in circles. But I guess I find them more attractive if I know someone else wants them. Not necessarily relationship; they could be single. Mm-hmm. But if I could like hear like, oh, um, so and so finds him hot, I'd be like, okay, well, if people actually want him, then there's something worth wanting. Yeah, but that's normal. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's less. I feel like as in not more. I, I feel so. like no, 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 I feel like it's less pressure. Like if you yes. know that no one on this earth wants this person, I feel pressured. <laughs> yeah. I have a time in the fucking world. Well, that, that is true. But 
But you said I don't want to do that. But if I know that the whole thing is saying, no, I do the whole thing. Marina wants saying that. Fuck my life. Like Jesus Christ. Actually, live in Dubai area. I know. I know. I'm such a local. No, I mean you've been keeping this age. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Look, here's the thing. Maybe it's because I'm very, very strong. Headed, I guess uh-huh. that's where it is. If I like you, I like you. If I don't, I don't. There's nothing that's gonna make me change my mind. Like, ten people might love you, a hundred people might love you. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like I, if I like you, I like you. If I don't, I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. However, I do, and I might be like kind of off topic, but when I'm dating someone, mm-hmm. I actually uh, find it first of all. Um, very flattering when my the person that I'm dating is you know other people give are attracted to them yeah. give them attention mm-hmm. I find that flattering for me not only for me but because I do believe that even if you're in a committed relationship everyone deserves and needs that outside flattery as well because if yeah. you're dating someone you're like okay like they're dating me they love me whatever but like you might not feel yeah. you know sexy the whole time because yeah. you don't see each other all the yeah. time so I think it's not only you know it, it it's good for a relationship. It's human, yeah. Exactly. To, like to, to, I want to feel loved by my partner, but I might also want to feel you know lusted by other people. I, say, I know a lot of people like, especially people that yeah. have been in like very long term relationships. Like mm-hmm. I know people that have been like six, seven year relationships, and they're like, I love my my boyfriend, I love my girlfriend, but yeah. like, but like, but like why, yeah, yeah. Why, why don't I, why don't I get like obviously yeah. when you go out, especially if you're like not married, you don't have a ring on, so like you go to a bar, say like, why is no one hitting on me? Like am I yeah. not hot? You know. Wait, actually, about this because we had—I don't know if you remember—you were very drunk, but I had <laughs> very recently a conversation about this. Is in terms of flirting, your partner uh-huh. is—are you okay with your partner oh, flirting yeah. with yeah. other people? I, I don't think I'd ever be fully okay with it, mm. but I think if I'm secure and he mm. knows his boundaries, yeah, then I'm not gonna cause a fuss over it. Mm. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like if I'm dating someone. And I also like to think of it both ways. Like, if I were to do it, would I like? Would I hope that the other person is okay with it? Would I be okay with the other person doing it? So the way I think of it is like, and I guess also like define how much is this flirting. For example, like I would be okay with let's say my man goes to the club with his boys and they're going out and obviously there's like some girls that might be interested in some of his friends or maybe they think he's cute or whatever maybe he'll like flirt here and there or whatever but then at the end of the day he's not going to do anything about it and that's fine because let's say that would some, be something that happens to me like let's say I go out with the girls yeah. as well we go out for drinks blah, blah, blah. Flirt and these guys, exactly some guys maybe like buy a drink or something and like oh chit chat here and there but nothing's going to happen like that's okay it's like oh, it's harmless mm. it's not going to lead to anything I feel like that's okay like you don't need to tell me that you were out at the club flirting with some girl like that's fine i feel like it's human nature to just want that attention maybe you want to give a little attention it's a little playful Mm. whatever as long as nothing's gonna come out of it it's fine i don't have to hear about it we don't have to talk about it for sure whatever that's it i think for me it's more like it's always about context like i'm someone like it's all about the individual like if naturally even before in a relationship i know this person is naturally flirty Mm. then i know that that's just like how they are yeah do i am i fine with it it again would obviously depend on the level like if it's like they're literally in the corner whispering each other's ears like sleep whatever is it like they're literally getting too comfortable then i'm even some type of way i wouldn't call it out in public and be like yo stop touching my man like yeah. I, I would talk when we get home like oh by the way yeah. what happened i didn't really appreciate that but yeah. then if it's someone who like 
they've always been very like shy and timid and they're not overly like talkative but one specific night we go out you're like flirting with this one person yeah then now weird. it's gonna catch my attention i'm like mm, that's yeah so to me it's yeah. more about the individual mm-hmm. i don't yeah and but i think what i would be swayed by what would irritate me is like i unfortunately sometimes um get it affected by um outward perception mm-hmm. so let's say i'm with a guy who's naturally flirty uh-huh. and he does his thing one night we're out and he's flirting with someone or whatever and a friend comes up to me he's like yo i just saw your man talking to this girl in a really shady like flirty ass way mm. and i was to be like oh no don't worry that's how he is and that person was to be like so you just let your man talk to everyone uh-huh. and then they go around telling everyone oh like let you just like let her man like mm-hmm. for all we know he's just cheating on her that would piss me off i think yeah, uh-huh. but we're grown like people shouldn't be doing like people they should, like, no they shouldn't but they do and that's unfortunate because people will talk yeah. behind your back without, without you knowing that three years later when let's say you break up for some completely unrelated reason people will say well maybe if you didn't let your man go mm-hmm. around chatting people that wouldn't have happened and it's like the, those kind of things unfortunately would get to me it's like oh god and then i'll get to the point where i'm like babe do you mind not doing it as much just because like people are gonna like mm. just make a big deal out of it and mm. i just can't deal with it and it's less yeah. about them and it's more about perception perception yeah. and just like me having to to be the brunt of the joke because of yeah. it so, also, uh-huh. like a difference like two things so like what you were saying lily it's like if i was out with my man and he was flirting with another girl in front of me or, like, or on the club, i will come for you that's i will different. come for your that's fucking different. neck like that is not okay it has to be like a time when you're out and it's side like, note um do you remember in <laughs> birthday oh, okay. oh yeah 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 that's no that's different that's no different. it wasn't wait what are we talking about okay yeah. so it was yeah. it was the birthday of the guy that i was hooking up with that victoria i used to really like in uni <laughs> and it was his birthday and look i'm a i really don't care when people flirt like i feel like if i trust someone then they can i mean it's gonna really really take something really big for me to actually get pissed off um so we were it was his birthday he got extremely drunk we were all extremely drunk but he was like really really drunk and at one point i like leave i'm talking to my friends whatever like 30 minutes later i come back and I look, and Victoria is on <laughs> his now. lap, like caressing him oh, all God. over, and Victoria. I'm just like. And this is actually the day that we became friends. Yeah, because of that, because of this whole situation, because I was kind of like, okay, well, um, girl, what? Like everyone knows <laughs> that you're, you know. Um, also, disclaimer: This was before they were like officially dating, but they were seeing each everyone other. Everyone knew it. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> knew, and I was just kind of like, "What is she doing?" And you know, long oh story short, God. I kind of let it pass. I kept partying, and I think like thirty minutes later, Victoria came up to me. She's like, "Hey, like he's very drunk. Maybe you should come take care of him." And that's actually how we became friends. Yeah. So we're all very grateful for that. Yeah. But I was like, do we hate her? Or do we not? Yeah. How do I do? Yeah. See, I was thinking. about so it wasn't his birthday but so once um he came back so he lived somewhere else in the u.s after he graduated and so he would come visit us for certain occasions and come visit adriana graduation whatever so one time he came back and they were dating and so we go to this bar in our college town that we always go to shout out to no name and there's this guy who i mean one of many victims of adriana's 
you know, personality. This guy was like in love with her. Entering <laughs> um, pussy ass white boy. Oh. This is what we call this man for other reasons, but we'll just call him. We pussy will ass not white take boy. his name. Pussy ass yeah. white boy. That's his name. This is what we call oh, him. Pussy ass white boy. So why don't I remember this? So okay, we were at the bar and there are they now together. And yeah. so then this guy's obviously trying to flirt, blah blah. And then it's like, wait, that guy's man was there. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. he was visiting fully. And so then it's like, man, like I need these. I, like, I would really like a drink or something. And then this guy just happened to like, you know, like, oh my god, do you want anything to drink? Let's go to the bar. Like, oh my god, yeah, let's go. And so they go to the bar, and she's like, well, I need two drinks. And so chit chat, whatever. The guy buys her two drinks, and then she's like, okay, bye. Goes back to <laughs> gives him her drink, and she drinks that. I've done that before. I've done so that like, before. Maybe, and so like, I feel like that's the only occasion when like, if you're with your man, yeah, I've done that. I must say, like, look, I'm an ex extremely flirty person like to a fault and I, it has cost me a lot of issues before however when I'm in a relationship I make sure that the person that I'm with un- knows that I am fully for them like yeah. I will flirt you know like I'll, I'll have these moments where I can flirt with other people look I have no issue with going and flirting with someone for drinks whatever um, but the person that I'm with will always know that they are the person that I'm with yeah. and that nothing will ever happen for me to Same. like do something that but what if that. what if this person Jenny tells you I'm happy with their ship but the one thing I'm asking you just for me is to just not do it would you stop um, like if they tell you it's not that mm-hmm. I even if I know you're doing it because that's just how you are mm-hmm. I just don't feel comfortable with it would you stop for them here's the thing is if um, there's some type of, you know, someone feeling uncomfortable with it. Obviously, I respect the person that I'm with enough to uh, change the way that I do certain things for them to not feel uncomfortable. However, as you said, that's the way I am. Like I'm, I've, I'm always gonna be that way, and I need to know that the person that I'm with is okay with the way that I am. Mm. So unfortunately, I don't think it would work out with someone that would feel uncomfortable enough that, you know, like I wouldn't be able to do it whatsoever, mm-hmm. but I will tone it down for someone that, yeah. you know, is not okay with me. Maybe not do it in front of them. Like, yeah, no, of course not. Yeah, like, yeah, I would yeah. never do it in front of someone unless they were fully okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like I know my boundaries. I know my significant other's boundaries. However, I wouldn't be able to be with someone that it's like absolutely not okay with mm-hmm. it because I cannot tone down who I am mm. for the person that I am. I mean, it all goes down to like being with someone that lets you be comfortable being who you are. Yeah. Within, obviously, respect to what we Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we've covered it's a lot way of, too yeah. fun. Yeah. I think we've, we've covered a lot of um, topics. Some like serious. Some over two hours of fun. I know, but very hard. We <laughs> have like a lot of minutes to edit. But anyways, to wrap up, I think we've covered quite a few topics mm-hmm. yeah a good range of topics um, we've given you content for a good two months so don't ask us for anything yeah <laughs> by the way you should do a part one and a part two <laughs> and also yeah. we open, we really opened up about our own like personal lives and like preferences and like our family yeah. and stuff so yeah if we're late again on the next release we're which shouldn't be because it'll be recovery from this episode and also they have they've given me so much to edit because they've said a lot of inappropriate shit so <laughs> if this episode comes out late it's because I really like needed to edit a lot (laughs) but um, yeah thank you Adriana and Victoria for joining us today yeah Yeah. Yeah. we had a lovely time and they will join us again on our podcast at a later time but yeah so that was that for today's episode Um, I'm not going to lie to you and say we'll be back very soon we probably will but like I said life is just very life 
at the moment. <laughs> life, life is lifing. Life is lifing. And um, we will come back as soon as we possibly can. Yeah. And it's not because we're lazy. I want to make that clear. It's not that we're lazy. We it's just like, have a lot of things going it's on just, right now. Yeah. Most people who do podcasts, they live, even if they don't live in the same city, they're at least in the same time zone. So it's yeah. easier to plan to do a pod. But when you live three, four hours apart and one person is starting to have lunch and you're just having breakfast, it, 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 it's complicated. Yeah, like so, when, Lely, when Lely finishes work, it's like 11 p.m. my time. And if I have to be up 7 a.m. the next day, it's like 3 a.m. my time. We were consistent enough with the time difference before. And as soon as things in our personal mm. and work lives calm down a little bit, we will be a lot more consistent. A hundred percent. We're so happy that a lot of you care so much about it to even to like, keep messaging us, us about it. Yeah. And the fact that when I came to Dubai, so many people were like, oh my God, you're both in the same city. Like you should do something speaks volumes and we really appreciate it we're gonna do so much for you lot like shout out to all the guatemala people gonna stalk us after this episode <laughs> shout out to all the Argentinian people gonna stalk us after this episode <laughs> shout out to all our ogs who are gonna continue to support us after this episode please share but if you are if subscribe. you genuinely listen to our podcast and you're not following us you're a pagan anyway <laughs> that's me done there Anyway, so to end it, um, you can find us on our Instagram at HGIMA underscore podcast. We try to do interactive um, questions and polls and stuff. Usually a lot of the out, outright outrageous posts and questions I have are from Adriana anyways. Um, so the controversial questions that we usually ask come from her. Um, but yeah, so follow us. Um, follow them. They will be tagged on our Instagram as well. Um, and yeah. Okay, well, right, bye thank guys. you. Bye. bye. Happy New Year. And it was Hey, hey God, God, it's me again. again. <laughs> bye. Without further ado, it was Lely and Farah, and you're listening to Hey God, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs>